Welcome to the Behavioral Healthcare Executive Podcast. I'm BHE Digital Managing Editor Tom Valentino, and today I'm joined by Hamilton Baden, CEO of the recently renamed U-Turn Health, as well as Celia Hamilton, the company's Senior Director of Marketing. That new name is part of an extensive rebranding effort by the former Heritage Cares, a virtual support program that helps individuals and families impacted by behavioral health and substance use issues. Earlier this year, Heritage Cares announced a merger with U-Turn, a video platform that features therapist-led video content for stress, behavioral health, and substance misuse. So now here in June, we have a newly combined company with a new brand, I am eager to hear all about how this came together. Hamilton and Celia, welcome to the BHE Podcast. Thanks, Tom. Tom. Nice to see you. Nice to meet you. Yeah. So, guys, can you just tell me a little bit, how did you reach the conclusion that that you should rebrand and and go through a name change and a logo change and um, everything that you've rolled out here? It's kind of a long story. So Heritage Health Solutions is an integrated healthcare management company, which I happen to be the president and CEO of. That organization does a lot of work in healthcare with veterans and individuals in jail or prison. We actually run the healthcare for the United States Marshals. And so when I was brought in about four years ago um, and I started looking at ways to transform the business, what I noticed was our patients were all veterans or people in jail or prison. Now, most people might not connect the dots, but when you look at those two patient groups, the big similarity is substance misuse and suicide, which is very unfortunate. A lot of statistics that'll prove that out. Um, But I, I basically got very frustrated that as a government, we have spent billions of dollars on this problem and the numbers never get any better. Every year when the numbers get out, they're they're horrific. And you, there's never a year that comes out and, and we say, wow, the numbers dropped last year. So long story short, we created this program called Heritage Cares. Um, obviously, the name of the, the company was Heritage Health Solutions. So Heritage Cares, Cares stood for Comprehensive Addiction Recovery Education and Support. And as part of that program, It was a three-part program. It included U-Turn, which was, as you mentioned, this learning management system, huge collection of counselor-led evidence-based videos. And so we were on our way. We were doing great work. And we ended up getting so much traction that it just made sense to carve that out of the existing business and create its own entity. That's when we bought U-Turn, merged it into the organization. So now you have Heritage Health Solutions and you have this separate company called Heritage Cares. And the answer to your question, and I'm sorry for all that backstory, but you really needed to hear that. The, The answer is we needed a fresh start. We needed to really break away from the parent company, not only be its own entity, but also have a new fresh name, logo, look and feel and really take us to the next level. So that was the decision um, for the rebranding effort that we started around uh, probably about three, four months ago. Yeah, I think something that struck me when Hamilton was talking was uh, I've only been a part of the company for about the past two months. So I came in maybe towards the beginning of the rebranding, but the whole whole history was was prior to me. And re, uh, something Hamilton had mentioned um, when I first came on board was the idea that he can give a talk on 
addiction recovery at an employer and no one will show up because no one wants to be thought of as someone who's struggling with substance misuse. But if you have a webinar or if you talk to employees about stress management and those underlying issues that someone may be treating with substances, you'll get more people, more attention, and then you can funnel them through with the appropriate support. So rebranding from something that focuses on addiction, like Hamilton was saying that CARE stood for comprehensive addiction recovery, to a wider uh, support for behavioral health issues like stress and anxiety and depression. Um, U-turn health is a more holistic opportunity to help more people suffering from more things, not just people who may or may not identify with um, substance misuse. So that was also some idea behind our rebranding. Gotcha. So who all was involved in your rebrand process? Um, did, did you need to enlist the services of any outside vendors, consultants? Was this done entirely in-house? We used, uh, we had a partner. Uh, we had a partner that helped us identify, you know, in the market, what makes sense. Uh, we They sort of understood who we were as a company. They understood our messaging, what we were trying to do. They worked with us fairly extensively. And then they sort of proposed some, new company names and um we after we met about the name and decided on the name then they worked through us uh a bunch of i think there were six or eight different logo options which was a always a spirited conversation people always have uh, opinions about that which is great because you want people to weigh in on on the name and the logo those are the most important things those are the things you're stuck with I think it's important to let the listeners know how a rebrand works. This is the second rebrand I've done. My last company, I was the basically the chief growth officer. We were a um, specialty pharmacy and the name was the apothecary shops. And that was a name that was a very general in tone and we really needed to rebrand. We went through an exhausting rebrand where we hired a firm. It cost hundreds of thousands of dollars. It took months and months and months. Um, and we rebranded to the name of Vela. It was a great rebrand. I loved every minute of it. We chose not that to go down that road um, at U-Turn Health. It was kind of a hybrid model, if you will. We did, as Celia mentioned, we had a company that we worked with that helped us, but we also did a lot of work on our own. Uh, the team involved Sue Morell, who's our chief commercial officer, Celia, as the head of marketing myself, um, we had some board members involved in the discussions and this firm that she talked about really came together um, and did it in a little bit more of a simpler fashion. Um, I mean, the point of telling you that and the listeners specifically, there's a lot of different ways to do this. Um, and there's no right or wrong way by any stretch of the imagination. Um, but you can spend a lot of money and you can get some real experts in to go through a very solidified process. We and, and the main reason we did it the way that we did it was, number one, we wanted to get to market faster. And it allowed us to do that by by using some of our background and some of our own expertise, as well as having someone from the outside. So you mentioned you wanted to get to market faster with this. What, what was the timeline? How long did it take you to to complete this process? Was this something that started back in March when? you announced the, uh, the the U-turn merger or, you know, given the history and all the background that we heard about earlier, is this, um, you know, had the wheels been turning on, you know, something like this longer? Yeah. So the wheels had definitely been turning for longer because we knew it was happening. We knew it was coming. 
but we did not officially kick it off until the merger. You're exactly right. And this is where it became interesting. Um, and you, you guys, um, the behavioral health executive just published a, um, um, a feature on us about the rebrand. And in that rebrand, they talked about a relationship we just developed with Lucent Healthcare. Um, Lucent Healthcare is a 200,000 life TPA that we are fortunate enough to now be the behavioral health arm of. That relationship launched on June 1st, and we needed to have the new brand up and running and announced by that date. So that was kind of a good thing for us because we had a, a line in the sand that we had to have this done and published and ready to go by June 1st. So it pushed us to make it done even faster. So yeah, believe it or not, we got it done in about three months. Did your experience of having gone through a rebrand in the past help you to focus in on exactly what steps you needed to, to get through this time and, and know, you know how you could prioritize different aspects of this? Yeah, it, it absolutely did. I mean, anytime you go through something and you can take the experience good and bad from that, um, the experience I had before was phenomenal. Um, it just took a long time. And I, I remember sitting in a room with a whiteboard in front of us and literally 500 names on the board. And that gets a little exhausting uh, at times. And so, yeah, we absolutely learned from the past. Um, but I think, again, I, I go back to, oh, this is what I would encourage listeners to do. If you're gonna do a rebrand, re um, draw a line in the sand, have a date that you wanna go to market by, and that will force you to get through this. Because at the end of the day, I mean, look, we can sit here and we can say there's science and there's all these great things. We could have named the company Diddly Squat and we could have done a really good job of creating a logo and we could be helping people the same way. And don't please don't let me, the listeners think I'm belittling the process because I'm not. But I, I think that at the end of the day, if you get a name that really fits you and a brand that really fits you and you draw a line in the sand and you jump off that cliff, you're going to be fine. I think if you would have named your organization Diddly Squat, you'd have been facing an uphill battle in terms of SEO. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I, I wonder if I could have got DiddlySquat.com, which is, Tom, you bring up a really interesting point. That's something that a lot of people don't think about. And you've got to include the technology piece of that because then you got to go get the website. Um, if you turn health.com had not been available, I can promise you our name would not be you turn health.com. And so if diddly squat.com was not available, we definitely would not have had that as our name. I'm going to guess uh, without looking it up that that's probably taken, but um, I suppose our listeners can go check that out for themselves. Um, what other questions, if, if you're an executive of a behavioral healthcare organization, and you're thinking, you know, maybe maybe a rebrand's right for us. What kinds of questions should you be asking to help you determine if if that's a direction uh, that you should go? If you're if the question is should I rebrand, then I think the most important question is does your current name and brand demonstrate, illustrate, explain what you are trying to achieve and do do people does it move people and probably most importantly look at it as another way does it confuse people i think that's the the thing that you really have to look at and i'll go back to my previous life the apothecary shop 
when you think about the apothecary shop, there's a lot of different things you probably think about. You could think about an old time pharmacy that sells, you know, little trinkets and jars and cool stuff like that. You could think about a compounding pharmacy. You might think about an antique store. I mean, there's a lot of different things. You don't immediately think specialty pharmacy, oncology medications, hepatitis medications, things of that nature. So to me, that I thought our name was confusing our, our customers. And at the same time, there were other apothecary shops around the country in every state. Bob and Barbara had started an apothecary shop and it, it became very confusing. So I think you have to, to really find out, is your brand confusing the market or is it really telling the story that you want it to tell? Um, that's the first question I would ask. And I would love for Celia to answer that question as well. Yeah, I thought you that was that's absolutely what I would have said. Is it confusing? Is your current brand confusing? And will rebranding confuse your current users? Because that you don't want to alienate people who are used to coming to your website and seeing a specific thing. And does it make sense for them? Will it make sense as users? Yeah, that's I think you, you hit it on the on the head there, Hamilton. Celia, so, yeah, any other best practices in terms of rebrand that you would recommend that uh, we might not have touched on yet to this point? I think you have to think out how you're going to communicate it. You have at least two different audiences. You have your prospects who've heard of you and you're, you're doing your brand awareness with them. And then you have your current clients who are going to want to know, how does this affect me? So when we rebranded, we communicated it uh, through our account uh, team to their, their contacts. So the HR teams that they work with, they need one set of messaging to say, we're going to have a new logo. Here's how it's going to affect your employees. Here's how you can communicate it to them. But then we also had to go to our current users and say, really simply, we have a new name and logo that is essentially the only change. Here's how it affects you. Because really, ultimately, that's what they want to know. How does this affect me? Do I have to re-log in? Do I have to create a new password? No, you don't. You're set. Just letting you know it's a new logo. Same great service. And then telling your um, your prospects. And we were uh, lucky enough to have a really great response on social media. We had our company uh, employees share that message out, so it was really well amplified, and we we um, we got the message across and 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 through email as well. But again, um, no one really <laughs> reads emails anymore, so social media uh, was a great help in getting that message out. So yeah, that's that's what I would say is think about your messaging and how the rebranding affects the people that you're announcing it to. Anything in this process that uh, may have surprised you? Anything come up unexpected? Anything um, that you encountered that you wish you would have known ahead of time that uh, that you've learned from and um, will keep in mind, uh, you know, in the future? I would just say um, if I if I knew that the name was going to be U-Turn Health, uh, it would have saved us three months, um, which is obvious. Um, you know, I, I think Celia brings up a really good point. You've got to be you've got to think of I mean, you really have to sit in a room and you have to think of everything um, because once I mean, it's, it's an interesting process because you come up with the name and you come up with the logo and the look and feel and you're excited. And then you've actually got to really do the work to get the message out. You've got to have a communication plan. You've got to change your website. 
you've got to change the look and feel of it. You've got to get the messaging right that's going out. Um, so there's a lot of work that goes into this. Um, there's not really anything I would do differently. I, and as far as surprises go, we were lucky enough, the, the organization that we were working at, with is really a research organization. And so what they would do is they would go to current customers, prospective customers, and all the different verticals that we support. And they would ask questions about the name, about the prospective names. And I was surprised with some of the answers that came back in that. Um, it just it it was it was interesting to hear how different people think and what words and what messages resonate with people and that's always surprising um but at the end of the day i think it it worked swimmingly well for us um and i think we did it in such a manner that um it, it left us very excited about the way it went down and um it wasn't a lot of pain if if that's the best way to explain it good stuff all right Hamilton Baden and Celia Hamilton, uh, thank you so much for joining us. This has been fascinating discussion. I, I love getting into the weeds on these things and really uh, learning about the process and uh, appreciate everything you've shared. Really good stuff. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom. This is great. All right. As a reminder, you can subscribe to the BHE podcast on Apple Podcasts and all of our past episodes are also available on our website, Behavioral. Net. I'd like to thank Hamilton Baden and Celia Hamilton from the newly renamed U-Turn Health for uh, taking the time to join us today. That's going to do it for this episode of the BHE podcast. <laughs>